Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Break free from the big three. Get unlimited with 5G included for $30 a month when you get four lines on Xfinity Mobile. Prices may vary and are subject to change. Reduce speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton, and alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who did not weigh 166 pounds soaking wet like Devontae Smith earlier this month, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine as always during the pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Probably pre-pandemic, I would have been like Devontae Smith, mm. bony as hell. But now yes. I'm like, now I feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Um trying to think of a good comparison i'm gonna i'm not gonna touch that but i mean like no like, i mean like we're seven days away baby seven and, days away and and for each passing day and each and each passing press conference makes me less excited about this draft so just to be clear as as we were recording this we were seven days away as you hear this on the philly cam airways we were five days away from the start of the 2021 nfl draft um, being held in Cleveland, Ohio this year. Chris Domingo mentioned a press conference that occurred earlier this week with the Eagles brass. And to say that it did not um, stoke stoke um, positive theme, positive thoughts, positive feelings would be an understatement. Uh, we will discuss what uh, new head coach Nick Sirianni had to say, what Howie Roseman had to say, and again, the general I'm feeling from the Philadelphia Eagles community um, following in that press conference. We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but we have to talk about it now because, of course, two weeks ago-ish, thereabouts, there was that story from The Athletic um, about the dysfunction in the overpay complex um, that we didn't talk about, have a chance to talk about last week because we had a guest. But we need to discuss that as well because, again, that plus these weirdo press conferences that this team has – isn't making us feel a lot better, um, as Chris said. It was we're coming down the home stretch, the road to draftomania, um, as, and no, as and some I might mean, call it. In a in a draft in a draft where you have the most picks in the draft, yes. and it doesn't seem like I think I think I think maybe Dave Zangaro said it. Everyone's not push pulling the same way, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. I, I mean, I can understand. Like I don't know. Like is there going to be one hundred percent? No, it feels like there are factions. <laughs> no, this no, this is really AEW esque here. Um, <laughs> when it when it comes down to it now 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 yes. who, who is the Kenny inner Omega? circle? Is like no, <laughs> who is like what? Who is Andy Weedle part of? Is he yes. part of the pinnacle or is he part of the inner circle? Yes, yes. Who who is the the, the Kenny Omega Don Callis <laughs> portion of this? You know who's the inner circle? Who is our MJF? We don't know. Um, and maybe maybe we'll have an idea. Um, when the draft is all over next week, um, I guess seven days from from today, or so eight nine days, I should say, from today, we'll know. Because again, I, I think we can kind of read the tea leaves maybe and see who who is in favor of what kind of players. Um, given the, given what we've heard from insiders, who have I know. By the way, that yeah. like because sometimes people don't want to believe reporters because they just think they're just making stuff up. But mm-hmm. on a conference call, Chris Greer, like the actual general manager of the Dolphins, said said to reporters this wasn't like i don't know some source this was the actual deal it's like yeah philly tried to trade it for the third pick listen sometimes reporters are used to kind of you know to kind of push narratives especially around draft time sometimes they're not <laughs> and we heard the story again that the the uh eagles were trying to you know make moves to kind of trade up to to get uh zach wilson in this case and then when he found out zach wilson wasn't going to be there at three they decided not to but because for me roy like because like we'll talk about the roxas or stinging like i don't know like Mm -hmm. like that was like quality fodder for like i don't know like for for the internet that's great but that's not the most like troubling thing or just aggravating thing about this it was the it was the it was the non um like i don't know vote of like a, a no um no comprendo or like um a no vote of confidence given to a quarterback that is literally just, I, I mean, he feels like a placeholder at this point. Yeah, yeah. We have to talk about the current status of Jalen Hurts as 
the Eagles starting quarterback or starting quarterback with air quotes as well. But of course we have to discuss after we do that, we'll have to discuss the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going into the, into the home stretch themselves. A couple big games coming up uh, this weekend, finishing out, finishing out, well, finishing out a a stretch of games against high profile talent. However, they haven't been at full strength for most of those games. So we will discuss that. And, Later in the show, we will discuss probably the best thing that happened this week, the verses between Method Man and Red Man. Um, again, I don't want to – I'll, I'll say my thoughts till, till later. I'll, I'll just say in general, this is one of the best verses that there's, there's been. Um, By they, the way, man, can you good. remember – like, can you believe the evolution of verses going from, like, I don't know, like, dudes like Wi-Fi just being trash. Trash. So, like, yeah. I don't know, just having all this, like – this studio is fancy as – all hell. Now, or, well, actually, let, let's save this conversation because I, I have a whole lot of questions and I want to get into it. But yeah, but you're right. Like it was, you know, it was two guys who were bored, you know, pulled out their iPhones and started going on IG Live. And again, yeah. this is literally t- 13 months ago. And now we have, you know, super huge productions with multi cameras. And it's, you know, was was part of Apple. Now it's part of Triller. And, you know, there's ownership. You know, it's it's crazy. It's insane. It's, it's brand brand. You know, partnerships and activations and all sorts of good stuff. Good stuff. Cool stuff. It was a crazy, crazy evolution. But yeah, we'll talk about that later in the show. But before we do all that, we want to thank you as always, the listeners, for tuning in and supporting us here, whether it be on 106.5 FM WPPMLP Radio here in Philadelphia, Philly Cam Radio, or whether you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, YouTube Music, I should say, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts, just do a search for the Broad Street Line, down, download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, or as Chris Domingo will do in a couple months, maybe his new colorful iMac. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Also, please check us out on the, uh, on, on, uh, on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. What's going down this weekend? I haven't looked at the calendar. I mean, I need to catch up on. Well, Sixers have a couple big games, but like Sixers in the afternoon on 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 air quotes today. Yes. No, and I got to get caught up on some of this wrestling stuff. Need to get caught up because I need to get caught up on some on on the A and E Austin documentary because I like it's weird to see all these partnerships with like with with this small um with this small company from New York. Known as the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. So it's funny you mentioned the Austin thing. I just started watching it right before we we uh, we, we started uh, recording this episode. I only got 15 minutes in. Had no idea. Uh, Steve Austin, the real name Steve Williams, straight A student, National Honor Society in high school. <laughs> Did didn't drink in high school. Did not. Drink. He was like his brothers would drink. His older brothers would drink. He was like, Nah, man. Like I'm cool, man. I'm I'm trying to sleep. Didn't drink in high school. The, the weirdest thing. thing. The same, the same guy who's like who used to who who had beers named Steve Weisers. Yes, yes, was not a drinker in high school. In college, that, that changed clearly, um, but did not drink in high school. Also, I, I did find out right before we went on the air. I'm not sure if it's an A and E documentary, but I believe it is. They're also doing a documentary on the the um, I don't want to call it the life and time. So basically, uh, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. There's a Diesel and Shawn Michaels uh, documentary coming out. Um, May the second, I believe this is a and E, but I'm not sure. Wow. Um, but I'm here for that. I'm here for no, all that. No, no, but I guess like, what has what is there something in particular that a and E felt compelled to make document like a document a documentary series, not just Austin because they have like they're doing one on like Booker T, they're right. doing one on Sean, they're doing one on, on on a bunch of stuff. What makes this so compelling? Like, is like are is that era just of wrestling just so interesting that you need to kind of tell the story again 20 years later i, yeah, I think that rest that era of wrestling had so many personalities that um uh, some transcended the game and, and obviously Excuse me. it was uh, i don't say arguably it probably is the biggest era in the history of wrestling yeah and like yeah, i don't know like you had just so many like to this day i mean you watch a sixers game and whenever Joel Embiid does, has like an exciting three point play. He does something to remind you <laughs> yes. of a man that was in like chino shorts, but didn't have chino shorts. And like I don't know what, <laughs> what was doing. This. No, like I, I mean, uh, I wonder this when I see this is like, when did young Joel from Cameroon That's get exposed to like I don't know, like I don't know, Degeneration X? 
I can't imagine. I can't imagine <laughs> that that those old Raw is War episodes were airing live in Cameroon. So I had to. I have to imagine that at some point when he came over to the states to play basketball, um, he, he got down, a subscription to the WWE Network. Yeah, when he when he was down, where did he go? I forget where he, where he went. I forget where, where he was playing high school ball down in Florida. Like I, I imagine that that somebody. Um, I don't even know if the network was around back then. Maybe maybe somebody had some DVDs laying around in the, in the dorms <laughs> or something. Because yeah, because yeah, because yeah, he was not like me, young me and young you tuning in the USA Network back then. I promise no, you. But I, I think I like, there is just something about that era that will forever, like that is just it just has this connection with like the people mm-hmm. that watched it then, and when people just discovering it, like I don't know because. A friend of the show, <laughs> where is Ben Rivera? He's going through this like thing where he's just rewatching like an era that he never watched, and it's like, like it, it just it just speaks to people. I know, and, and I think someone said it like, like, can that era happen now? No, it can never no. happen. But you know what? It, it it was the right era at the perfect time, and like I don't know, that's just like, but it's timeless. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. mean, like you see for people Halloween, you see like Damian Lillard. Like, I don't know, like, I mean, like, he's not even our age. And, like, I don't know, like, he's, like, dressed up like Austin with, like, I don't know, like, with, with the skull face belt. Like, it's it's wild. Like, and I think we can say that, I mean, Stone, like, Steve Austin is the most influential wrestler of all time. Ooh, I guess. Well, mm, more than Ric Flair. That's the only guy. That's the only guy I would debate that, that to you. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, oh, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll reward it. The most money making wrestler of all time. I don't disagree with that. That's fine. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, I got. I will. Yeah, like like Stone or Steve Austin made specifically Vince McMahon more more money. No, no, no Steve Austin else. is the reason why they're probably a public publicly traded company. That him and The Rock. Like, yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, like, but if you had to pick one, it's probably. But yeah, the two. It's really the two of them. But if you had to pick one, which is probably, wild, boy. Because now I need to watch this. Is I need this like I, I want to see if they talk about if 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 Holland Nash and his buddies don't go up in Madison Square Garden and hug each other, the Stone Cold Steve Austin happen. The Stone no. Cold Steve Austin ever happen? No, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah, if, if we don't see the click in that grainy video footage from like the, the <laughs> fifth level of Madison Square Garden, yeah, that, that's one never happens. One person. Yeah, one like yeah, like I got I, I tell I was just not that she cared, but I was telling my wife about this like like a, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, like this all happened and this spawned everything basically that happened for like the next ten years. Um, yes, because it, no, like I, like like in like Triple H's documentary on WWE, his future father-in-law made him eat piles of poop, and, yeah. and, and, and he's gonna like it. No, like I mean that like that literally, like you don't want to say that event changed the the way that wrestling went forever but it did no no you're you're, you're absolutely right like it it, cha- it really changed the trajectory of literally two you know billion dollar companies um one singular event again at a house show that you know that 10 20 000 people saw live um kind of changed changed the you know the the output or, or the the trajectory of two billion dollar companies and made a lot of people money and lost a lot of people out of money um but yeah but like we would not be where we are today in the wrestling world, if that event didn't happen, which kind of, is kind of weird to say um, when, you, when you think about it. I mean, heck, Roy, like if that error doesn't happen, you don't get Dom Toretta. <laughs> or, or yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't get. <laughs> no, because no, people forget that spawned that era of, of sports entertainment, pro wrestling or whatever you want to call it, spawned on already be the biggest movie star of the last 15 years. No, you're you're absolutely right. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It, no, it, it really it really is crazy. But we're gonna talk. We're, we'll talk about some wrestling maybe later. Later, if we get through the versus stuff. But we got to talk about the local football team because I know you were very excited, we? and enthusiastic by our enthusiastic head coach Nick Sirianni. Um, Nick Sirianni had a pre, a pre-draft press conference. I, I guess this is a regular thing. I have no idea. I don't remember this ever happening before. But whatever. Um, Nick Sirianni and, and Howie Roseman and the, the Eagles crew um, got together and had a little pre-draft presser to kind of let people know what their, their thoughts were. Probably better if they didn't have one. Um, <laughs> let's just start off. Nick Sirianni, the thing that you were, you uh, referenced earlier in the show, Coach Sirianni said that he did not does not want to name Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback and instead said it will be an open 
competition. He later clarified and said he doesn't want to name a starter at any position because basically he's only seen these dudes for two days, and therefore every competition, every position is open competition. Okay, buddy. Want to promise anything to anybody. So, so you say the the uh, truthometer on that is is strongly is going off very strongly. I uh, no, I know, but right, I don't know because that means that either a they're lying and Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter, or they might draft the court. Like, okay, like I don't know. If you had to put a percentage on the Eagles drafting a quarterback, factoring in everything you know or don't know, what are the odds of them like drafting a quarterback either by trading up or, or if a quarterback falls to the lot? 5%. Okay. So you still th- – so so really this was a, a departure. This is like kind of remaking what the Eagles have been for the last few years is basically playing favorites. Like, I mean, it's been documented mm-hmm. that – that they asked Carson Wentz for, like, I don't know, like, his input, Fletcher Cox, like, I don't know. So this is them turning the page, which I which I, I sort of understand. Like, I, I mean, like, but that's your own doing. I, I mean, right. no one no one told you to say, yeah, yeah, we need Fletcher Cox's input because nobody asked for that. Like, but, I, I mean, I just, like, it, it like, every time I, I hear about this, it's still, like, the the prevailing thought in my head is, they really did draft this dude to be like a, a market inefficiency, a cheap, cost protected uh, backup quarterback. Which I, I, I mean, until I'm proven otherwise, that's how I'm going to approach Jalen Hurts. And you know what, Roy? Their actions are speaking like they view him like that. Yeah, you know, you know, like you mentioned before, the whole trading up to, you know, trying to trade up to three to get, you know, Zach Wilson. Um, just basically everything we've heard from them, you know, over the last you know couple of months since Nick Sirianni got here, um, leads you to believe that they are not, you know, you know, fully in the camp of, of Jalen Hurts. And I, I like I don't like I said like five percent. I really don't think they'll. I don't think they'll go out of their way to draft a quarterback. Um, but again, if the guy they like is there at nine or ten, they probably won't trade with the Cowboys. The guy they like there is, is there at nine. I mean, they have the capital to do it. Um, so like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely rule it out, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, that said, I think that this was really basically just a kind of a, you know, pre-draft kind of, oh, you never know what we're going to do kind of thing. Let's play our, let's hold our cards close to the vest. Okay. Because again, if teams think the Eagles might trade up to draft a quarterback, then, you know, maybe some other teams might move around in the draft and maybe they'll trade up and get a quarterback. And maybe the, the guy <coughs> the Eagles really wants lies down the 12. I think this, the, I, I have to. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. So you know what? I'm going to say that this was just them saying, "Hey, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. You don't know what's going to happen." Jalen Hurts is going to be your starting quarterback week one. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> unless they draft, no, no. Either way, well, what they draft a guy, it's a whole different situation. But Jalen Hurts will be your quarterback week one. I promise you. I'll say that. Okay. Now, I'm probably more. I'm probably more confident than they are. <laughs> to be, to be yeah, honest. No, I, I. I mean, like. I like. I'm not willing to say that because I don't know how this draft is gonna. Like, I, I mean, if this draft, how this draft board goes, like, like, and, and really, like, it all comes back to what San Francisco does. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if they, whatever draft quarterback they draft, I, I might, like, I don't know, like, it, it re- like, because that's gonna, because that's gonna predict, like, kind of, um. Uh, create like a like like a trade like a like trade wins because now because people are going to be like okay Mac Jones like if Mac Jones doesn't go three he's not probably going to go in the top 10 or right. he'll go later in the top 10 which means there might be a team looking to jump them which might create a situation where the Eagles maybe like I don't know like trade like I don't know might end up with an elite position player mm-hmm. but I mean if it if if it's Mac Jones gets drafted at three that creates a domino effect with all the other quarterbacks. So right. I, I mean, like, if, if a quarterback is there at nine, do you, you don't think the Eagles make them? Like, if, if I, think say make a, I think I think they make a phone call to see how much okay. they'll see what they'll see what the price. If if they like Justin Fields, and I would imagine they probably like Justin Fields. I I, I think that's a reasonable. I think they kind of like Justin Fields. They probably like him better than Jalen Hurts. And again, I think that's reasonable. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's an unreasonable take. If I'm the Eagles at twelve and Justin Justin Fields is there at nine, I make the phone call. I mean, I see what I see because again, we I think we talked about this offline. According to the whatever the latest you know version of the draft board is out, you know your pick 
your your number 12 pick plus the number 70 pick should get you to nine. That should be enough to get you to nine. You can package those two and get the nine. You really like Justin Fields. You can make a case to do that. Like, I get it. Like, I understand. Do you, would you do that? I am team. You really need bodies. So, okay. so, so I'd rather, like, again, I don't think, like, I, I have a higher, um, you know, I guess, I think highly, more highly of Jalen Hurst than they do. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the no, like, I, like, if you had to, li- like, if I had to give you a list of three things and you prioritize them, mm-hmm. is which one is first? Figuring out if Jalen Hurts can play. Mm-hmm. Get, getting getting as much talent in here as possible mm-hmm. or or win games oh game win games is last okay um, like do you like do you think like no I'm asking you because I think what they feel is a priority which I feel should be the priority figuring out if jail and hurts can play is not a priority for them like, I really feel like they are just letting this like I don't know like oh okay here like but we're not gonna we're not going to double down. Like, we're not going to do what the Giants are doing with Daniel Jones, where they're getting him a boatload of weapons. And, like, they're saying, yo, you know what? We set the t- – no, they're not setting the table for him. They're like, you know what? We're going to give you, like, a hungry man joint. We're mm-hmm. going to give you paper, like, I don't know, like, plastic fork and knife, and you figure it out. Here's the thing. I think, And I don't understand this because the number one question in the NFL <clears throat> is whether or not you have a quarterback. Like every team, like if you if you have a quarterback, great. Let's you know let's build around him and make him the best quarterback he can be. And if you don't have a quarterback, you got to get a quarterback. So like the quarterback is the most important ingredient in the whole gumbo. I don't understand why you wouldn't figure out whether or not again, unless you're resigned to the fact that he's not the guy, which, no, which <laughs> no, again, like, which I get. No, but if no, but if you drafted him not to be the guy, why would your why would your thought process change? Even though. You altered the course of your entire franchise. No, it's 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 the emotional intelligence thing. They're treating these quarterbacks like they're androids. Like I, I mean, they're like, yeah, we're gonna like plug this guy in, but he's not gonna get upset. Da, 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 da. And then like, oh, J- no, but now he's like, oh, oh, Jalen was able to withstand like all that stuff with Carson last year. He should be fine if we break. At some point, this dude's gonna break. But the, again, but if you get the right, like, I'll argue the other side of this. If you get the right guy, do you care? Like if the if the point is to get a, the uh, the point if your point is to get make sure you have an elite level franchise quarterback in this building. If you draft Justin Fields and he turns out to be that guy, what do you care about what the owners no, thinks? No, no, but like, how do you know this dude is the guy under these circumstances? You don't. That's what. That's what. I, that's that's. The, you're right. Like you're one thousand percent right. You have no idea. You have no yeah, idea. No, like because usually I would like like to ha- operate under an ideal work circumstances because. Being a rookie quarterback is hard as hell to begin with. And, like, I don't know, like, the problem with Justin Fields, I feel like, like, there are so many, like, narratives where, like, I don't know, there's some bias, but it stopped, it stopped people from having a discussion. Let's have a a, a reasonable discussion about Justin Fields. Like, I, I don't know, like, like, it, it, like, I know he's not a, like, a one-read quarterback because you play in the Big Ten and you have to be better than that. But, I mean, what are his legit, like, I don't know, like, Lost, and I think Ben Selak, who's just all over the place now, said he has a Wentzian way of underestimating or overestimating pressure. I'm like, no, get this dude out of here. Justin like, Fields? no, like, yes. Okay. And I'm like, that's not something that like gets taught. And like, I, I, I like, I still want to give Jalen Hurts a chance. Let me ask you a question today, right now. Who is a better quarterback, Justin Fields or Jalen Hurts? So Jalen Hurts with one year of development versus Justin Fields right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. Just, like, just like, forget, forget, just everything else. Just in a vacuum, you would rather have Jalen Hurts. Yes. I'm not there yet. I'm okay. not. But th- but that being said, again, I'm not gonna break my neck to get Justin Fields. Like, it's, yeah, like, it's no. my, like I'm for fine. Me, I'm fine figuring figuring this thing out. No, for me, like, like I saw this like piece on the athletic about like I don't know, like this anonymous coach or these two anonymous coaches talking about random players, and they brought up Zach Wilson, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't think he's going to succeed in New York because you know what? I don't know if that kid can handle New York." Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I'm taking from last season is, man. I know it's like hard to quantify, but man, that mental aspect of being able to handle the heat is it. 
It's almost as important as learning the quarterback position for me. Mm-hmm. And you know what I learned Jalen Hurts could do? He could handle the heat. Because that was the most un, less than ideal circumstance you could come in as come in as a rookie. So, I, I mean, am I betting the house that he's going to be a, a semi-franchise quarterback? No. But I do want to be proven wrong. <laughs> like, I, like, I just want – like, if he stinks, then you know what? Hey, we've got three first-round picks next year, guys. Mm-hmm. Because I still feel like that's – I kind of feel that's what they're doing. It's no, like they're just like – like they're saying, you know what? We're – we're kind of punting on this season. Like we're not going to like double down on this quarterback. We're going to give him a new system with hopefully better coaching. And like, I don't know, like hopefully with these players from last year, like another season to develop that he is, he proves himself. And 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 again, I I get like to me, like I get it. Like that to me makes the most sense. Like, look, well, I don't say punt on the season, but I'm saying, just put some pieces like uh, get as much talent on this team as you possibly can this year. But but not breaking your neck to get pieces. Well, well, not well, not 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 breaking your neck to get a quarterback. Uh, okay. But I'm saying just get like you know get you know get a get a quality cornerback. You know get a quality receiver. Get some you know get some more talent you know on, on the line or whatever. Like get you have a like you said you have the most draft picks in the NFL. You have 11 draft picks as long as you don't trade them. You have 11 draft picks. You should be able to get a decent amount of stars and a decent amount of rotation guys like out of those draft picks. If Jalen Hurts figures out a way to again to deal with this hungry man and serve you a nice dinner, <laughs> then you have a ton of picks next year to get really good players to put around him. If he stinks, then you have a ton of picks next year to but get the guy you no, want. But like, but you don't like. I don't know. Like, it's a it's a want, win-win. No, but don't you want to like like maybe give him like I don't know a gift card to like. Bad Bath and Beyond, so he no. can get you some silverware. No. They're not even getting that. He's like, no, well, well, they, well, they, they had, they had, the, they had the gift card. They, they, they traded out of the gift card. <laughs> so there. So is this another test for the kid? I don't think this is another test. I think like they have. I think neck. I think they're more okay. By this, I don't want to say this. Is by, he a placeholder? Let me. All right. Let me. Let me just say this. By this time next year, and I by but this I'll say by June by May of 2022, the Eagles will have their quarterback of the future, one way or another. It's probably what probably won't be Jalen Hurts, but one way or another, they'll have a guy. So is he a place is he a placeholder? Unless he's really good this year, the answer is yes. No, I like I I mean I'll ask you this question. 20 September 2022. Is Jalen Hurts a Philadelphia Eagle? I keep saying you. I, you asked me this before, and I'm stupid, and I say it's yes, but the answer is probably no. Because <laughs> he ain't gonna be start. I mean, he probably won't be starting. I, I mean, so. at some point, there's so many times you can get kicked in the teeth. <laughs> so I, I mean, like, I, I mean, if people are gonna be like, "Oh, he did it at Alabama," this is not the same as Alabama. Like, I mean, like this is like this is like I don't know. Like, this is the same as like he got the same. He he got the same meal prep. He got the same fine china ware, like, but Tua was just better at serving serving dinner. <laughs> but let's walk, let's walk through this for a second. Let's say Jalen Hurts, the Eagles don't draft a quarterback; they draft a bunch of dudes. Jalen Hurts comes out; they go six and eleven this year. Yeah, but he's fine or whatever. Oh God, that just sounds <clears throat> so weird. Oh my right. God. He goes, it's whatever. But then it's like you know, it's not great. So then the Eagles are like, look, we got three first round picks. You know, maybe maybe Russ want to talk to us. So you trade the picks for Russell Wilson. Maybe Russell Wilson's your starter. Maybe Jalen Hurts is your backup. I think that I don't think that's an unreasonable expect. Well, I don't say expectation. I don't think that's an unreasonable scenario for next season. I don't think it's unreasonable. I think it's possible. And I think I, Jalen Hurts will be okay with that. I mean, again, oh, I don't think so. Not that you oh, care. So. Oh, he's no, a, no. He's a second pick. Like what? Are you, like what are you doing? Like it's like, dude, you are who you are. Like, you, had <laughs> chance, you had a chance to be a starter, and you didn't. You weren't that good. So you, what do you want? You're sounding very good off my no like no 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 I get I get it I understand a lot why they did what they did I'm not saying I, I would have done it but I get no it. no no but like so you're just saying Jalen Hurts just got a deal like I don't know he got a deal with the hungry man dinner he got a deal with like they I don't, don't want he, you <laughs> you know they don't want like they obviously they want Zach Wilson they don't want you you know like so you just got a deal they want Sam Howell no yeah, like, like I I, I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. no, like, I I mean like this makes me. Like other than like, like he, I'm rooting. Like I, I mean, it's gonna be a fruitless route because I just think this team sucks. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna be good, and I just don't like. I, I mean, I really hope Sirianna proves me wrong. But like, 
there's so much a first year coach is going to do with subpar talent. And like, you still have no idea. Like, I, I mean, I, to this minute, Roy, we have no idea what, what, what side of the ball they're going to select. No, the we, first round. no, we don't know. Um, what we do know is that whoever they pick, um, will probably be a very competitive person because head coach Nick Sirianni said he challenged uh, potential draft picks over Zoom in games of rock, paper, scissors, and Jeopardy to evaluate how competitive they are. Now, I know you got to do some stupid stuff in these pre-draft interviews. And again, I've saw I've seen stories on Twitter this week where they said a couple draftees said some team asked them to make up a rap song, <clears throat> which is, uh, was, was kind of kind of sketchy to me. And another team had a, had a player. Um, recite his ABCs, which is, again, which is weird to me. And I know things are different with the pandemic and Zoom and stuff like that. But if a dude asked me to play rock, paper, scissors over over, over Zoom, like, fam, like, what are we doing, man? I mean, really, what, what, like, what are we doing? Like, I, does, is Bill Belichick doing this? And, again, I don't – maybe I shouldn't evaluate, hold everyone up to the gold standard. But if Bill Belichick ain't doing it, then I'm not doing it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, this is, like, I, I, like after the – after a night of sleeping on it, I really care less. It's just don't you like it's weirdo behavior. No, no, but don't you prep with like Howie and be like, like, should I say this? Like, and wasn't there anyone in that room no. to be like, yeah, let me not, like, yeah, I don't think you should bring that up because it wasn't something that, like, I don't know, like, said someone asked you, hey, did you play a rock, paper, scissors? Like, I mean, like, Unless you invited that that detail out, no one would have ever known that like you did this. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, it, it goes back to the entire. It just goes back to this organization that just doesn't read the room well right now. And like, I, I, and like, we're going to talk about this story, this athletic story. And like, I and like, it just seems like this Super Bowl has like thrown everyone's ego in like just overdrive. And it's and it's like I don't know people taking credit or they shouldn't be taking credit. It's just like no and like and and like the guys at the at the athletic said it. Like I don't know they probably put the disclaimer. They're like as as bad as this sounds, the Eagles aren't the worst run organization in the NFL. They're probably oh, no. middle of the road. That being said, like this 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 whole way that things are going is not sustainable for success, and it really is going to take someone to like take a step back from me, I believe. Yeah. Like all the stuff that we hear about the Eagles. And again, like you said, like there, there should be somebody in the room that kind of like, kind of runs, you know, through this stuff. But, but like you said, like we had talked about before, you know, offline before the, the, the show, if someone asked you, you know, who your starting quarterback is. You can just say, Hey, don't you, know, you prep on this? Don't you think Les Bowen is going to be like, what? Oh, like I, this is. Yeah. Like this is two press conferences for Nick Sirianni where like he does, hasn't had, you know, answers for basic questions. Like he hasn't had, I don't say had that answer. He hasn't had good answers. Like it just, and I, and I know, you know, we got tired of Doug Peterson just lying to us, but I mean, sometimes coaches just lie. I mean, Andy Reid just lied to us all the time. It's like, even if you don't like Jalen Hurts, you could just say, you know, you know, Jalen's our guy. He showed out well for us last year. You know, like, you know, we expect, you know, nothing but great things out of Jalen Hurts, you know, you know, and if he has a great camp, you know, he's going to be our starter. Like you could phrase it in a way that says Jalen Hurts is your guy, but yet if you, draft justin fields like you have an out like it's fine i just i and it's early and he has a lot of time to win everyone over but i really just feel like he's just this howie puppet (laughs) i really do oh no i I mean that's the vibe i get is like i I mean he's kind of the mouthpiece he's like the he's the he's the coach mouthpiece for for howie and and jeff and like and and you know that like he won't at least with doug after he won that title, like, and it's, and like this confirmed everything we thought we believed is like, dude, I just got tired of getting like bullied. He's like, yo man, I want a Super Bowl, GD. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, you know what? Like, yeah, we gonna bring back Press Taylor. We gonna bring back Matt Burke. What y'all gonna, what y'all gonna do? You gonna fire me? Right. You're fired. Oh, okay. No, like, this, like <laughs> at some point, it's like what I said with Jim. At some point, a guy, like a guy. Who won a Super Bowl and has a high level of ego and pride is going to get tired of kicked, b- bossed around. Yeah, you you referenced a couple things in the athletic story. For those of you who don't know, um, the athletic um, and Shil Kapadia had a, a great piece um, a couple of weeks back about Zach all the dis- dysfunction. Zach Berman as well. Um, a bunch, all the dysfunction going on in an overcare complex. You know, during the Doug Peterson era here in Philadelphia. Oh, by the way, even oh, before. Oh, oh. 
Oh, sorry, the side yeah. stories. And another indictment is how many of these dudes, isn't it a bad thing, uh, like a bad vibe to see this many current dudes spill the tea? Yeah, there's a lot of guys talking on the record, <laughs> um, which is a little, a little weird. But no, but you referenced that, that athletic piece. Um, there's a bunch of great things in there. One of those things, again, you talked about Doug being overruled on coaches. Um, there's a quote here that I, I want to read. Actually, there's a few quotes, but there's one quote in particular. Um, quote, Lori's investment in analytics excuse me, is substantial. In addition to um, Halabi's staff, the owner brought in Warren Sharp of SharpFootballAnalysis.com, who provides a weekly offensive game plan. What? I didn't see that. Did he wrote in Warren Sharp? Warren Sharp of SharpFootball.com. He, got, he, he hired him. Jeffrey Lurie hired him to provide the Eagles with a weekly offensive game plan that Jeffrey Lurie would give Doug Peterson every week. Could you imagine? No. Damn. All, all, due respect, all, all due respect to Warren Sharp. He's really, really smart. But if a guy a, – a, a career football dude like Doug Peterson – Who won a has, chip. Yes. Like, one, that just seems like a like a, a complete anomaly at this point. Like, I have no idea how they did that. Has to take – like, has to take, like, I don't know, data charts from Warren F. and Sharp. And like it, it's got to be one of the most insulting things you could possibly. And like I and like because I think they did a background on Jeffrey Lurie. He's like us. He's like this draft super fan where he would like I don't know like get treated Smith. He'd get the Sporting News. <laughs> like he would like probably has a really nice printer, so he prints out all the mock drafts without like the headers that like with like proper headers and stuff. He no, I'm telling you, he's like he said this is his baby. So, like, hey, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, you're an owner of a team. You're going to have some say in, like, draft. Like, I, I mean, we'd be lying to say every owner didn't do that. Right. Are there levels to it? You're damn right there are. Like, I, I mean, like, but there's a difference, Roy, between Jerry Jones doing it, who's been around football forever. He played football. Like, he has a football background instead of some goof who knows who who knows Kathleen Turner like it is like I don't know. Like make like no. This is insane. Like I like but but the problem is the general manager is basically like the owner clone, so mm-hmm. he's not getting overruled. So and like who's gonna like go against the owner? Is right. it gonna be the pinnacle faction of the Eagles? Be like yeah, I don't know. We should do that, Jeff. Or like. He's taking advice from Warren Sharp. No, I like Warren Sharp, but this is it's that no th- that for me is the most baffling, troubling thing that he's taking, uh, like a guy from a website. If I'm Doug Peterson, and I want a chip, even if I didn't want a chip, but if I really if I want a chip, and I go into my weekly meeting, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, and they hand <laughs> they handed me printouts. From sharpfootballanalysis.com, I I really would think about throwing them back in their face. Like I really like like that. Like you said, like that's probably the most insulting thing. I don't, it ain't there's no dude from no website <laughs> who's going to tell me what and to I do. Really like, but like a guy is a guy. Sharp football is telling Doug Peterson how to coach football. Yeah, we're not this, doing that. No, we're not doing no, that. Like I'm. The more you think about it, I'm surprised he lasted this long. That's the thing. And here, now here's the quote. The, 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 the quote at the very start of the article, quote, the fact that Doug had the success that he did with all the bleep going on in the building. Sometimes I look at our Super Bowl rings and I'm like, holy cow, I don't know how he did it. That came from an anonymous source. I keep telling people, we've said this on the show, that season was an outlier, all right? You know, that season was just magic. Because given everything we know now and everything we even knew back then, there is no way that should have happened. None. But None. I think this shows you how they view Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. They didn't easily like, and there's this disconnect between and and the athletic kind of uh, like I don't know, emphasize it. There's difference of opinion between the football guys, the analytic guys, the uh, Halabi guys. Like no, like I, I mean, it, it's just like it's like marking your territory. I was gonna say something else, but it really is. It's like and. And one, the Super Bowl is is literally like just the biggest ego trip for all these guys, and it, and unfortunately, it's the biggest tr- ego trip for the owner mm-hmm. because uh-huh. he's like, yo, like I, I mean, like, and but this, I, I mean, I think this is like, but people think of like the disease of me is like a player thing, but for the Eagles, it's not. 
Oh, well, it was for it was a disease before, but like it's trickling down to the organization where like Howie like thinks he can like I mean, and like ever no this like until everyone or mo or the important people get over themselves and look of how embarrassing they are. Like I mean, like I wish I wish Howie looked at Twitter and looked how many like times he's getting clowned. Like or because, like I said, until Jeffrey Lurie feels embarrassed enough, because obviously he doesn't feel embarrassed enough yet. Right, but like no, you're gonna need one, maybe two, just dreadful seasons where you're just like I don't know, like you're four eleven and one again, or like five, right? Like five, no, but like I think because Roy, like I mean, to Jeff's credit, they haven't had sustained losing. Right, they've always had either they had the one bad season with Andy, and then they got Chip, and they and and then they they rebounded, made the playoffs. Where it's pretty good the final year, and then the bottom fell out. And like even with Chip, like I mean, they were good for half that last season, and mm-hmm. then they just like I don't know, stopped. They just literally stopped playing. Right. And then Peterson came in; they were average. And then they had like the Super Bowl. Like no, I, I don't want to root for losing, but man, like I, I mean, these dudes need 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 their ego checked. And I think the only way to get their ego checked is to be humble. They're not humbled. Yeah, nothing's going to change with it because again, we've seen the draft, we've seen the bad draft picks, we've seen the bad free agents. Nothing's going to change unless this team just loses a lot of games. You're right, like nothing's yes! going to happen unless unless it happens. Because again, like these guys, you know, have their egos. And you mentioned it before. And here's here's another quote from that article. According to multiple sources, Jeffrey Lurie devours tape of college prospects and is an, <laughs> as, and is an active participant in the pre-draft process. My man, apparently my man just gets the tape of the East-West Shrine game and just like breaks it down like he's Matt Miller. He probably has a copy of The Beast by Dane Brugler. It's like, fam, like that's cute. Like I understand that. Again, (laughs) if I was an owner, would I be watching tape? Sure. But then again, I wouldn't be in the draft. (laughs) No, but like he's like obsessing over it. He thinks he is in, like he thinks he's Kevin Costner. And then there was the, uh, I forget which article who, who, uh, what article this came from, but there was a report earlier this week where the, again, some, uh, some unnamed source on the staff would be like, yo, we got our, we got our board and everything's fine. And, you know, our scouts have been out on the road for 11 months a year. And then how he walks in a room with his board, of, his board of 50 dudes and be like, yo, this is our board. And like everybody in the room gets mad. So it's like, dude, it's like you got way too many. Well, I was going to say you have way too many factions, but really only one faction matters. The oh, no, owner oh, no. and the GM. No, we know, we know who, who, who the black and white is. Right. And like yeah, everyone yeah. else is Horace and Vince. Yeah, it's all a bunch like, of horses. A bunch of horses. <laughs> like and Scott Norton. Right. Yeah. No. Like no. Like we only know the one faction that matters. Like like I don't know. Like like one. Like I, I know you, you got the Brood and then DX. Mm-hmm. No offense to the Brood, yeah, but I fun. mean like. like this is only one faction that matters. No, it's the horsemen, and then you got like I don't know, like um, uh, the the dangerous and comp- the, the, the the dangerous crew. <laughs> no, like that's like it, all the like the only thing that matters is how again Howie and Jeff, Howie and Jeff, and again if the Eagles go five, no, that, five that's 12, why I say that's why when people say, oh man, Howie's got it. It was like we got to stop hoping Howie goes. Like I, I mean, like there it, it's going to take a multiple year embarrassment for Howie Roseman to get fired. Like, I, I mean, we just got to mm-hmm. operate in, yo, he's here. Let's just mitigate the the disaster. <laughs> because when I look at that 2019 draft, boy, and you might have gotten one NFL player out of that draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else to say. That No, and no. Like, I know there are a lot of trouble, but this, this Lori thing is just real troubling. I, I mean, like. Like you're listening to your owner, and like he's like, and like he's got a lot of people in his ear, like his son. Like I don't know. It's like, yeah, let's draft that guy from Stanford. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like if you're a scout and you've been busting your ass for like an entire year, yeah. going to every school, podunk you, like every HBCU, da da da, and like you got Julian Lori saying, like I don't know, Jeff getting feedback from his son, and like I don't know. Orange. So I hate doing this to Orange Sharp. I like Orange Sharp. But like say, yeah, like I don't know. You should probably draft this like like I don't know, this guy from Stanford. That's like that's just I I, I mean that's that's dysfunction at its peak. Yeah, no, it's, it's disheartening. And again, you know, I mean scouts for scouts any jobs, they're not gonna just quit like that. But I mean, like at the same time, it's like, yeah, Yo, you like you have pride in your work, and if like somebody's just gonna like, you know, just you know, basically take your eleven months of work and just throw it in the trash, it's like fam, like what like what's the point? Like what are we doing? 
Um, but that all said, again, there are some um, rumors about what the Eagles are, are thinking about doing um, in the draft. And I, let me ask you, because uh, John Clark from NBC Sports Philly um, earlier this week, he said, from what he's hearing, the Eagles are probably leaning more towards J.C. Horn over Patrick Sertain and would probably go with Jalen Waddle over Devontae Smith um, in the draft. Are those Howie guys? Do you think those are Howie guys or not Howie guys? Like, like I, I think those are Horn and Horn and Waddle. Are they Howie guys? Are they scout guys? Because I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Because no, like, like, because people like because clearly J. Jaw is a Howie guy, <laughs> and I know people are like not quick to like like size shame people, but Roy, how many like I don't know six foot one hundred and sixty pound wide receivers have been good? Like not I think there's none. <laughs> I mean, people are talking about Marvin Harrison. It's like he wasn't one sixty-five. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Roy. Like that—that's a flag for me. Like, I—I I mean, like, and like people can say, "Oh, his route running is special." It doesn't get back to the fact that, and, and, and they're like, "Oh, if like, oh, if the oh, his offensive coordinator has to be creative." No, then you got to put a disclaimer on it. Now you're like, "Oh, <clears> now <throat> the offensive coordinator needs to put him in motion every time so he doesn't get the press cover." Man. The like, I'm sorry, but the DB at Florida ain't the same as like I don't know, I don't know, like even like a CB two on like a mediocre NFL team. Like, I think Waddle's a little different because I think he's like he's more explosive. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I, I mean, because people like I don't know just want to dump on conventional wisdom, but sometimes it's just wisdom. Where like I just I want the dude that looks like every other, like, I don't know, wide receiver, like a Jamar Chase or like, or in some cases, Kyle Pitts, who doesn't look like a football player. It looks like a youth. But like, and, but getting back to Horn versus Sertan, mm-hmm. it's like, they're, they keep, this feels like an upside pick where like, they don't think Sertan will, like, he doesn't, he becomes a very good cornerback, but he doesn't become like that shutdown, Lattimore, like, I don't know, that type. And so, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know what you do for me. Any like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I like, I, I mean, it's like, do you play conservative and just draft Sertan and call it a day, or do you trust that your that Gannon and like all your defensive coaches coach up Horn, where he becomes this like this like unicorn dude, where he's like a physical corner, where a guy you haven't had in a long time, like. I don't know because I don't trust – I don't know anything about the coaching staff. I don't know mm-hmm. about – like it's like I want to mitigate risk. And Patrick Sertan just screams because because I think even with the worst coaching on the planet, he's still a pretty good cornerback. But if you have – and again, just to argue the other point, if you have a Darius Slay, you know, are you – does that give you the flexibility to – I don't want to say take a gamble, but to take a J.C. Horn and see if you can coach him up? Because you already no. have a guy. You got no. a guy. No, that's a good point. We're like – he mm-hmm. can he can learn, not like not get the best cornerback because that's the problem with the Eagles secondary for the last few years is like they've expected these guys to like develop and get bullets flying at them every day. Like I mean, sorry, Sidney Jones ain't can't cover Amari Cooper. Like, right. but like he's never had an alternative where like yo, this this solid sec this solid cornerback can take Amari Cooper and you can struggle with like Michael Gallup or whoever. No, he had to get a Warren Cooper and was getting burned every time. Right. Like, you can put Darius Slay on Terry McLaurin, and then you can have J.C. Horn, you know, against whoever. And then, like, you do, you, like, you do you have a preferred pick a week before the draft? I'm leaning more – the more I think about it, and again, like, let me just say first, I have no problem with Waddle. I have no problem with uh, Demonte Smith. I think they'll both be fine. Um, I think that whole have to, having to scheme a guy – Having to have your offensive coordinator scheme something for Devontae, I think that's a little bit overblown. But you're right; like 166 pounds, it gives me pause a little bit. Yeah. That being that's said, all. All, all that being said, I'm leaning more towards cornerback now. Horner's Horner certain. I'm fine with. I, I I'll go either way. Um, I'll go either way with either one of those dudes. That no, but, like oh, go ahead, now, it, it, no, like if you had to pick one, are you picking Horn over Sertan? Probably. Okay, I'll probably go Horn right right now. But again, that might change next <clears> week <throat> um, before before we do our pre draft show next week. But again, we're talking corner. We're talking wide receiver. It might not be either one um, because there are rumors. Oh, that oh, oh Lord, Lord, Lord God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Kaplan earlier this week said it's no. By the way, who is way yeah. more plugged in than people will ever give that dude credit for? Yeah, he's he is. He was the 
him and him and Jeff Mosher were one of the first dudes that brought out this insane theory that they only drafted Hurts to be a backup quarterback. And people laughed at them. Like me. I was like, you're dumb. You're like, but I, I mean, they I think they've been proven right, but go on about Kaplan. So he said, quote, is quote, no secret, end quote, that the that Brandon Brooks is available for trade. He also said that Rashawn Slater could be the Eagles pick at 12. So again, we could be living in a world where Brandon Brooks, again, who wins Same healthy, guy you healthy, just gave an extension to. When healthy has been an, an elite interior lineman for you, uh, when healthy. Um, he could be on the move, and Brandon, um, sorry, and Rashawn Slater could be the pick at 12. No cornerback, no wide receiver. Again, I don't know how that plays in Philadelphia. Probably not well. No, how does it play with you? Oh, Brandon Brooks is fine. Like, what's that? That's not your problem. <laughs> Brandon Brooks, when he's healthy, he's fine. Like, he's not your problem. Like, you know, again, what? like, I know Brandon Brooks is older, and I guess you're worried about his injury history but the man like his leg falls off and he comes back in nine months so i mean like he's fine like don't I do that going back don't to, do like, that i don't know like don't i underestimated the whole dead cap thing where like oh you could eat it. i i didn't mean for the eagles to take that like completely literally and like just said yo we don't care about no dead cap dead cap is not an issue we're just gonna trade cut everyone like that like i just like my response to possibly trading brandon books and Drafting Rashawn Slater's why now? Like, yeah. isn't this something that can wait till twenty twenty two? This can wait. It's fine. Like, you have <laughs> you have cap space. You can again. Brandon Brooks is fine. Like, don't like that's a position of strength. Like, it, relatively speaking, like your line by and large is fine. Like, you're okay. You need players who can help out your quarterback. You need players who can cover a guy on defense. Okay? <laughs> like, if you draft Rashawn Slater, you're gonna probably roll out a Bonte Maddox week one. You all right with that? Because if you are all right with that, then fine. Knock yourself out, but. No, and I, trash. and I don't, and, and I wonder about these second tier of cornerbacks. Like, if you weren't going to get a quarter, a cornerback round one, it's Asante Samuel. Like, the drop between that first tier of cornerbacks right. and the second tier of cornerbacks is a lot greater than the first tier of quarter of receivers. Because, like, I, like for me, I don't like, I don't think, and maybe, man, like, I'm a little bull, and I'm discriminating against little bulls. Like I like I don't see it that much of a drop off between Waddle and Smith versus guys like Bateman and 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 Marshall like like I like but I want a cornerback like I, like I, I've decided I want a quarterback and if I had to think ask for one right now I'm, I I want Sertan. I will argue though I I, I see I argue the other side of this again I'm not trying to be difficult but I think the I think the difference between Devonte Smith and Kadaris Tony. Is probably equal to the drop off between Sertan and, like you said, Asante Samuel Jr. I mean, I think, it's a, need, I think it's a massive drop off either way. But do you need, like, people are obsessed about these letters, like X, Y, and Z. Do you need an X? Yes. R I P X. Like, yeah. like, do you need a certifiable X receiver? Yes. Okay. So, no, so, so, <laughs> so, yes. so Jalen can play the Y because mm. he ain't, because he, he can't give it to you. That X can't give it to you. So, so you need an X that can give it to you. You need you need an X receiver. You need one, but <laughs> like you don't have one. It's like you, you you barely have a slot guy. So <laughs> who yeah, is the slot guy? Don't make me say his name. He's never <laughs> going to leave. He's never going to leave. Yes, he's never going to leave. What about what about what? Travis Fulgham was was uh, was a uh, uh, Jerry Rice three Yeah, I, I guess he's your Z receiver. I guess. <laughs> You darn sure ain't your ex, because my, my man just went like MIA for like a, you know, like the last month and a half of the season. Do we just um, have a bunch of Jags on this team, like yeah. oh, like receiver wise? Receiver wise, yeah. And we still have Zach Ertz. Yeah, receiver. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Zach Ertz needs to be. By, by the time we're on the air in the next time, he Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz has to be gone. He has to be. You can't <laughs> like like just cut him at this point, man. Just cut him. At no, this oh, point. no, no. Someone said, oh, it can be used as like a trade up in the second round. I'm like. Why do you consider Zacharyts an asset right now? Yeah, but say like trade up in the second round. Like, what's it going to treat get you two spots? Like, like how does Zach? Or, like, how, someone, how much, yeah, does, someone said you could like move up to like Buffalo's spot, like in the second round. I'm like, what? Where's where's Buff? Like, I don't know where they are offhand. Oh uh, uh, no, I, I think they have like like a high um, second round pick. So I think no, I think they. Yeah. Okay. So I think I they guess. said you can move five spots. I'm like, no, you can't. If you're the Bills, why don't you just draft the Zacharyts? Yeah, no, you can find you can find a no. 
Where's Trey Burton at? Is he a free agent? You can you can find a dude. Like it's fine. No, no, that's not. That's not people, like that is still the most. How is Zach Ertz still on this team? I think I think they they obviously want. I think they want like a fourth or a fifth for him, and they're like, and everybody's like, no, like you just cut him. Like it's fine. <laughs> I right, only have five minutes left, but I do want to talk about this versus before we get out of here. Again, two of well, I don't say I don't want to speak for you as far as Redman, but. Um, two of the most entertaining hip hop artists of our time. Charismatic, I think, is a charismatic. Good yeah, charismatic artists of our times. Method Man and Red Man. Of course, you guys probably know them from How High and How High too. Um, but of course, <laughs> movie the- stars. See that's <laughs> yeah. See they see. I would love to know how those two got together because, like, like they feel like they're like a perfect like couple, like a perfect duo. Like, like they both like the weed and mm-hmm. like no, but like they just complement each other well and like. I feel like they're not these like super serious like rappers right. where they like they're trying to like elicit like entertainment right. and they and they were sure as hell entertaining on Tuesday. You know they have fun. They they, they kind of briefly touched on the story a little bit. I think Def Jam put them on like a promotional tour together, and like Leor Cohen, Cohen had them on like a, little, like a little local van tour. Just kind of hung out, and smoked weed, smoked weed, <laughs> and like became friends. But no, but four twenty obviously um, was the perfect day to have this versus between. Well, I'll say between them, but again. We're past the versus is a battle. It's a whole celebration. Yeah. Music now, are you like, okay with that? Are, I don't care are, about that. Just, so, just give me good so, music. I don't care. So, so you're okay with the evolution of versus? We're because not keeping before... score no more. <laughs> like, no, nobody cares. Like, it's just... Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, this needs to just be a celebration because there's yeah. too much stuff to just, like, critique and all that jazz. This needs to be, let's get people hyped. Let's bring it back to the days when you were at Best Buy and you bought yeah. the cow. And like, I like when, like, when's the first time you heard Headbanger? No, yeah. that that just needs to be these things. And I think that, like, is is this versus going to be an ongoing thing? Is this going away? No, versus is going is going to go on for a long time. Because again, the more the more you see nights like we saw earlier this week, the more people are going to want to do it. Because again, like as you said, like we've kind of evolved from the IG the IG uh, lives that cut off an hour in because IG live was only an hour back then. <laughs> Um, they cut off in the middle of the performance to now, you know, well, I don't say performance, people playing music on their computers to now full performances with steady cams yeah. and like literally like crazy guests. Like we had an amazing yeah. a lot, uh, array of guests earlier this week. Uh, RZA, Inspector Deck, Capadonna, who's going to show up at everybody's verses, I think, but uh, now. EPMD, who I don't even know the last time they performed together, um, showed up. Keith Murray, <laughs> who I haven't even seen in like 15 years. K solo. K solo. Do it all from do it all from Lords of the Underground. Like it was an amazing night. Uh, so yeah, this can't go away. Like we're gonna see more. No, of this. by the way, you gotta take this good, on tour. You made a good point about this bringing in more people now that it's less of a battle because these rappers don't want to get embarrassed on like no. live on live. Like now they're like, oh, oh, I'm gonna return your call, Swiss. I'm gonna return your call, Timbaland, because I no, like I, I mean that I guarantee you that was probably a barrier. Where like they were just like yo like I ain't trying to go one what hit for hit with Snoop. <laughs> yeah, like you know, nobody's trying to no, no again. Everybody has pride. No one wants to lose. But now again, now that it's a celebration again, you'll see more. You know, I think you'll see more people in there. I, I'm always on the fence as whether or not they uh, the fence on whether or not they can get like really huge people to do this. So I don't, I'm still I'm still saying no. But if there's a lot of versus battles you can do that I'd love to see. Like I, I mean, you can go old school with like. Like Big Daddy Kane and Rakim. I mean, yeah, go... yeah, no, like that's that's the dude on my on my versus wanted list. Get Rakim in there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, like and then like since it's not a battle because you would get absolutely destroyed by Rakim's if it, if it was a battle. But like, can you get one of the dudes? And like I, I mean, can you get a Nas? Can you get a Jay? Like obviously Jay and Nas will be the the elite battle again. I'd pay for that if I had to. Yeah, it's still it's still like Jay don't seem like he don't do nothing no more. Like, he, don't, <laughs> like, he don't come out the house unless it's like something crazy. So, like I think you can. I think Nas is gettable. I don't know if Jay is, but again, you if Nas don't like do Jay, Jay, then it's like what's the point? No, no, yeah, like no, but can you get it or 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 can you get like can you get an outcast? I think you can. I think you could probably get an outcast. Well, like yeah, or, you can or, get an outcast. or can you get like a they were Q-tip. talking. They were talking about and, and, yeah they they were talking about outcast versus tribe not so long ago they were they were there were some rumors that that was that was going to go down I think you can see, get now that. since you got financial backing right. then maybe you can make this happen because before this was all coming out of like Swiss Beats or like I think right. they were probably just doing it for free they're probably just doing it for free yeah but now everybody who's who's done this 
they're part owners of this whole versus Triller kind of thing. So 50 versus John. <laughs> Let's make that happen. But before we do that, we have to get out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, 106.5 FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. We are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. is Maytag month at Lowe's. Save on our exclusive selection of Maytag appliances with collections found only at Lowe's. Get up to $200 via prepaid card by mail on your purchase of select Maytag major appliances, a brand you know and trust. Shop in store or at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Manufacturer's rebate. Prepaid card amount varies based on purchase. Offer valid through 6-2. Exclusions, terms, and restrictions apply. U.S. only. The FBI has a certain mystique. TV shows and movies paint a picture of intrigue. But when you're in the FBI, that intrigue is real. You peel back shadows to uncover truth. You push through boundaries for the sake of justice. The FBI is looking for experts from all backgrounds to bring our mission and your career to life. Visit fbijobs.gov forward slash radio.